You're listening to Tim Talks, Taking Interest in Ministry, a conversation between two great friends with over 70 years of ministry between them. Ministering on opposite sides of the border, Dr. Al Stone is the General Director of Bearing Precious Seed Canada and Pastor Emeritus of the Bible Baptist Church in St. Thomas, Ontario, Canada, while Pastor Dan Wolven pastors the North Columbus Baptist Church in Columbus, Ohio. Listen now as Al and Dan review and relate their experiences in hopes of helping others who are taking an interest in ministry. Now, here is Tim Talks. Welcome to Tim Talks. Hey, big shout out today. Yes. Big shout out today. I, I've got a friend. i got a buddy. You're kidding. His name is Casey. Yeah, it's Well, it's I guess true. one out of 60 years, that's not bad. Yeah, and he's nine years old. Because you don't, you don't have another um, buddy on this broadcast. No, no, I don't. <laughs> no, I don't. But fortunately, Adversary. this kid... This kid is the same size as you, so it really helps me focus. <laughs> so you're saying the kid's overweight? <laughs> no, I'm saying he's he's around five foot tall <laughs> at nine. <laughs> My buddy Casey Kornichuk out in Calgary, Alberta, awesome. at Mountain View Baptist Church. His dad is Vasi, and uh, he was born in Romania, was a missionary in Romania, and came back to Canada with his family and his pastoring there. And they are that church is super good to me. I Amen. love them people. And Casey calls me, but nothing but Captain Canada. That's oh, all that's he knows awesome. Captain Canada, not Pastor Stone, Captain Canada. So whenever I see him, hi, Captain Canada. Hey, Captain Canada. And Casey got saved. Amen. On the first. Yeah. So Amen. I'm so excited for him. I love that little guy. He's good to me. So uh, congratulations, Casey. Yes. Um, next baptism and then preacher of the word of God. That's that's the next step. So God bless you, Casey. Um, Way to go. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, good news. So um, love doing those kind of shout outs. How old were and, you when you um, got saved? I was nine. Awesome. I was nine. That's awesome. I don't think Casey's nine. He's. I think he's, oh man, he's close though. He's like eight, nine, something like that. That is close. tremendous. Yeah, good guy. So And um, glad for his parents. That's that's great news. Um, hey, I got to tell you this. This is awesome because your little buddy Harrison. Yes. He's praying the other day. He's praying the other day. And he's really, oh, he's getting, he's getting so good. So he's praying, dear God, thank you for f- my family and for my mom and dad and Poppy and Nana and for, thank you for Harrison. Thank you for Isla. <laughs> and he says, and thank you for our family that's passed out. <laughs> Instead of passed away. So, passed away. So his dad's on the bottle again, huh? <laughs> Poor dude. <laughs> his mom. <laughs> Oh my goodness, I just about died, <laughs> passed out. <laughs> he's close. He's close to getting saved. Oh, man. yes. When he, when he does, I'll bring him on when he gets saved. Oh, that'd saved. be great. So, uh, oh, yeah, so close. Special, awesome, awesome. special so day. Good. Three so, of ours have made decisions. So, Wow. Good, good. Well, listen, now we're talking time management. And I'm throwing into the mix now, you're throwing into the mix uh, grandchildren. Um, and I have to tell you that I've done a lot, a lot, a lot of travel this, these last couple of years. And I determined next year to take a few weeks off, um, because I'm not getting to see my grandkids as much as I would like. And I want to have that influence and I want to spend that time with them. And so I'm going to take a couple of weeks, um, throughout the year, just to, just to be home to spend time with them as well. And it doesn't matter whether it's grandkids or kids, 
your newlyweds, that time management is such an important thing and every minute becomes valuable. And I thought maybe we could talk today about ways that people, including ourselves, have maybe wasted some time that that could have been better used. Can you think of ways that that either personally or other people in the ministry you've seen that have maybe wasted some precious time? Well, what you said there is huge, and it's a huge difference. You said you want to be with your grandkids because mm-hmm. you want to influence them. And there mm-hmm. you go. That That is huge. Whether or not you want to be with someone because you like it or whether you want to be with someone because it's necessary. And mm-hmm. I believe that we have a responsibility. The Bible talks about um you know, leaving and training the second generation to their children's children. And so not only do we have a responsibility, we have a primary responsibility to our children, but we still have a secondary responsibility to our grandchildren. And Mm -hmm. the whole goal is to influence them. I love playing games with my grandkids, but I want to have a good relationship with them so they'll listen whenever we talk of the Bible when we go by the way and when we lie down, when we wake up, you know, just the opportunity to continue to push them towards the Word of God, to push them towards Jesus Christ. Uh, Even on our vacation, uh, I was walking on the beach with uh, Micaiah, who's, uh, you know, uh, just about three and a half, four, and, uh, you know, and I was saying, isn't this amazing what God did? Look what God made mm. everything. And he started saying, yeah, God made the sand and God made this, mm. the, the waters and God made, you know, I said, that's exactly right. And God cares about you, you know, it, mm. because I, I want to have an influence for God uh, upon right. the, their lives. And just another good voice. I know the primary voice is going to be, you know, their parents, but uh, that's really important. And so... Um, I think whenever we look at spending time together, why? To deepen relationships, to have an opportunity to share and uh, and point and encourage all of us, our wives, uh, yeah. you know, our friends, to encourage each other in the things of God. That's still primary. And, and so... You know, we can still play board games or go golfing or whatever it is. I mean, there there's times I, I want to have interaction with men in the church because I want them to know that I care for them and I, and I love them as a friend. And so that mm-hmm. is the, that is my purpose and desire in doing some of those things. So when you're talking about wasting time, I think sometimes we waste time when we do things just because we like to do them. Mm-hmm. And and I don't see why we can't do things we like whenever we incorporate maybe family or friends in order to help them. I, I, and I know there's a there's a um, philosophy that's going around that is is, is clearly wrong. Um, there's a philosophy in in, uh, in in New Calvinism that basically says that you can enjoy Christ. 
you know, right. and they'll say, uh, I went to a ball game and enjoyed Christ. And I, and I went yeah. to a rock concert and I enjoyed Christ. And I, the whole idea is anything you enjoy, Christ has is, is allowed you to do it. So you're enjoying him. No, 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 no. That, that's not true. And so it isn't just because we did something together. Somehow I'm helping somebody. There's. There's times we can get together and complain and gripe and and we're hurting somebody. We're not helping them. Yeah. I, to me, a waste of time is anything that could be done in an off time. And, you know, there's some things that, you know, need our focus in ministry. And that takes attention first when you're in the ministry. And then there there's some off times that we could do things. I don't need to run all of my errands during my office time. I, I can do that later. Or if my wife's out running around, maybe she, you know, my wife's shopping and running, getting stuff for the kids and stuff. You know, I call a text, hey, honey, while you're out, could you stop by and grab or could you do? Um, I found that was very helpful, but there are a lot of people that don't do that. They think, well, I've got to do it all and I've got to do it in the span of, you know, my office work because I don't want to do anything outside of office work. That's my free time. And, those kind of things. And so there are people that do that. To me, that's a bit of a waste of time. And then I find some waste of time um, when maybe you could do two things at once. You get oh, something yes. started, get somebody started on something, then go do something else or delegate to someone, you know, a job instead of doing it all yourself. And there are a lot of people that think, you know, I'm in the ministry, I'm a pastor, I have to do everything or I have to micromanage everything. And you don't. And you, you waste time by doing that sometime. If you hire someone and you trust them and, and you've, you're confident in their work, let them do the job. You might want to periodically check in and see how things are going. But, you know, time management is so important. And part of that is realizing what needs to be done now and what needs to be done, you know, in another time. Let me ask you this. Did you ever take your kids to work with you? Did your kids ever sit in the office while you were working or your grandkids? Have they ever come in? You babysat the grandkids while you're at the office. You ever do that? Um, not with the grandkids, but I have taken our boys to work with me. Uh, sometimes mm -hmm. I would take them on visitation or soul winning with me. Sometimes uh, right. if I knew that I was going to do like, let's say, some odd jobs on the buses and, and things like that, you know, um, I would bring them in and I, I would give them a tool, you know, that I can mm -hmm. still remember all three of them at different times, you know, they'd walk in the office with me and they got a hammer or something, you know, or a screwdriver they're walking around with, you know, and, and they'd say, well, what are you doing here today? And I can still hear them going, I'm going to do work for God you know, with this as low of a voice as they could get, which at two or three, well, three or four was still lower than what I can now. But, you know, <laughs> I'm going to do work for God because that's what I would talk about. Would you like to go work for God with me today? You know, so, yeah, we would do some yeah. things like that together. And then we, right. we would find ways, you know, obviously the older they got and coaching sports, um, you know, being part of their games or getting them to come with me, even whenever they were in junior high and, you know, participate in some of the drills if they weren't having practice or, you know, go to some of the games or be a ball boy or whatever it is. We we would find things to do together. Um, and right. and so, yeah, it, you said a very important thing. Learn to do two things at once. You know, if I got to yeah. take a trip, why can't I listen to the Bible for 45 minutes, 
you know, if I got to drive 45 minutes one way, why can't I listen to the Bible and get more enriched and then pray on the way back? Or, you know, I mean, there's so many things you can do, two things at once. Uh, you know, you, you can uh, listen to Tim Talks while you're exercising. You know, you're getting two things, yes. doing two things at once. Yeah, exactly. I would caution, though, I, I do see more and more today. It seems like um, there's almost as much or more time spent watching the kids as there is doing your job. What do you mean? Um, um, it just seems like every day um, the kids are in the office or they're with, oh, you know, oh, okay. the parents. In the ministry, you mean. It, it's not just, right, it's not just, hey, you know, can the kids come with you for an hour or two or maybe, you know, they're not feeling well, can they spend a part of the day? It's every day you need to take the kids with you because I have something else to do. And I, I caution that. Oh, well, um, yeah. I mean, it, that ought to be, for a pastor, that ought to be rare. Pastor, assistant pastor, that should yeah. be rare. Now, not that they can never come, but, uh, yeah, it, it should be rare because, yeah. you know, now you're tied down. If you had to run to the hospital, you can't. Right. You know, I mean, because well, you're not going to leave them there. Right. And I, I've met with pastors and seen pastors meet with people. And while we're meeting, there's their child sitting over the table coloring or playing with toys or whatever. And, you know, we've maybe had to talk about some serious yeah, things you or, you know, he's, they're counseling. And yeah, that's not good for the I, child. I don't think that's wise. Uh, no. You know, and, and just the fact of this, um, let's say, let's say your kid's nine years old and uh, they're there a lot at church and they see Mr. and Mrs. Smith come in. And so they're told, now listen, you go play or you go color or, or watch this tablet. You know, you're only allowed to watch this and leave me alone uh, and I'll come and check on you about an hour or so. Well, now the kid knows Mr. and Smith came in for some real important reason. Now they may not put two and two together and, and think that it's counseling for marriage or something, but it's just the idea that that kid shouldn't know that you're meeting with Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Yeah, yeah. Or Mr. and Mrs. Smith come in three, four times, and the kid says, Mr. and Mrs. Smith come and see my dad all the time. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's somebody in church. So that. And I think, again, this is this is very archaic, and this is very um, male chauvinistic, but my job was to pastor our church. My job was not to raise our kids in the in the office. My job was not to, you know, tend to their needs during the day. I would do that after hours. I would do that when I was done my office work, visitation, all those things. And and it was sometimes, you know, six, seven o'clock at night before I got home. And I would spend that time before they went to bed, bathe them, put them in bed, you know, pray with them, read a story, you know, play time. But during the day, I felt like my job was to take care of ministry. Goodness. And I didn't see what guys kind of at a, the Ford Motor Company. What kind of an archaic view is that? I know. You caveman? I know. Well, it was funny because when I went by the Ford Motor Company, I didn't see those guys taking a lot of kids <laughs> in to work on the line with them. Yeah. And when I went to the bank, I didn't see the I didn't see the bankers' kids in in the manager's office. I didn't see them. And um, I know there are a lot of people that work from home today, and they their children are there and available. And some people love that, and some people find it a great distraction. 
Again, I think that requires a balance. There has to be a balance. I did. I told my secretary, if my family ever calls or ever comes by this office, I don't care what's going on. You call me and tell me right. my family gets first priority. Right. And if I'm in a meeting, I'll excuse myself for a minute. I'll go talk to them and deal with whatever needs to be dealt with. And then I'll go on. Or if they call, I excuse myself. Hey, this is my wife. I got to take this. Or it's my kids. I want them to know they had first priority. And yeah, I, people never I would do that with an that. asterisk. Because as long as somebody knew, um, you know, they knew to ask, well, he's in a meeting right now. Can this wait? You, right. you know, I mean, that's yes. fine. But but yes, right. absolutely. Well, no, I really need to talk. Okay. And same thing. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I, th I think that's another part of management. And, um, you know, we're talking about a newlywed couple and they don't have that yet, but that's coming. And I would say you need to prepare for that. And as you're that mother at home with those children, there are going to be times when you feel like I need a break or I need help or whatever. And I think in the back of your mind, you have to be thinking, my husband has a dedicated spot of time yes. that he needs to do. And you got to plan that. You got to work around that. And you might have to say, honey, is there any way on your lunch break today you could come home and eat at, at home and so I can run out for a half hour to get what I need or whatever? There's nothing wrong with that at all. Or, you know, go in an hour early and quit an hour early, something like that. But I think I think that has to be well planned out as well. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, you have to have respect. Um there's two things that are wrong at the same time. Uh, a church member who says, hey, I pay your salary. No, you don't. Mm -hmm. You give no. your money to God. And the Lord takes care of the pastor. Uh, that's Yet, the other thing that is not right at the same time is the pastor who says, hey, I don't answer to you. That right. is incorrect as well. That's just as wrong. We do right. answer to our congregation. Uh, our congregations are set up with a congregational government. In other words, mm -hmm. what the church says is what we do. And so generally, there's very much agreement in the church saying the pastor is in charge to run these things. He is the under-shepherd to Christ. Uh, we as a group are saying that he cannot do things that Christ says that he cannot do. But all those other areas, we're going to trust his judgment and unless we all you know, feel led that we, we'd have to vote on something to say no. But I think most independent Baptist churches, they give the pastor the benefit of the doubt a lot. And so that pastor right. then, it is incumbent upon us that we are accountable to our people and that our people have confidence that we are a good worker. We are a faithful worker. We are a self-starter. And we're not just trying to do things at the last minute all the time. Yeah. I'm going to close with this and say that that's exactly what I was thinking. If you start out right in the ministry and prove to the people of the church that you are a hard worker and they can trust you with the time that you've got, you won't have to worry about it as you get older. Yes. But you've got to you've got to you've got to prove that to your yes. people. And I want my people going by our church office at, you know, eight, nine, whatever, and they saw my car there and they saw it there till five, six o'clock at night, sometimes later knowing our pastor's putting his time in. Or if they didn't see it at the office, they knew I was visiting with someone or I was doing something for the church. And once that's established, people would say to me all the time, Pastor, I hate to bother you. I know you're busy. And I'd say, I'm never too Amen. busy for you. Man, that's the way to go.
that's the way to go. Awesome. All right, I'm going to close it up there. I'm Al Stone. I am in uh, uh, the midst of going to Ottawa to be with Brother Jim Shetler. Man Up Conference there. Another great one coming in March. And uh, just great things going on. So glad for the day. Good to see you, Brother Wolven. And um, on Friday, I will. I will. I was going to do it today. I'm going to do it Friday. Explain what happened with our mess up last couple of weeks. Uh, we had to make some. We had to fire some people. I'm just going to be honest. We had to fire some people. And I'll let you know we, about we that. We have on Friday. a new tech team. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. This is Dan Wolven in Columbus, Ohio. Uh, let me also give you a little <coughs> teaser for Friday. Yeah. Pastor Stone just said something that revealed his age and the era in which he was trained, which has become Ooh. all different now. So tune in yeah. Friday to see what it was okay. if you didn't catch it. Okay. You get, you've piqued my curiosity now. Wow. All right. <laughs> see you then. This is Tim Talks, the Tim Talks, your Tim Talks, and we are your hosts, Alan Dan. And we'll be back with you on Friday for another fun-filled adventure of Tim Talks. See you then. Have a great day, eh? You've been listening to Tim Talks, taking interest in ministry, with new podcasts added each Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. To learn more about your hosts, Dr. Al Stone and Pastor Dan Wolven, you can visit us at timtalks.com. That's T-I-I-M talks.com.